Hello and welcome back to another episode of I Hate Golf It's Awesome. My name is Caleb, he's Mark, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the 2022 PGA show in Orlando, Florida. I was down there on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, went to the show on Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Wednesday was the first day. Tuesday was the demo day out at um, Orange County National. I didn't go to that, but I did go to the show on Wednesday. And, you know, you weren't able to go this year. Um, You sent me down there to talk to some people, but you were able to watch some of the coverage on Golf Channel. What did you think just staying here at Old English Trail and watching it on TV? Well, yes, I stayed and worked um, (laughs) while you went to Orlando. Uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, not in a negative way, but it was very unimpressive, you yeah. know, going back to when the show was really a show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, with the whole, uh, it was closed for two years, they didn't do it? I think just last year just they last didn't, year do, they it. didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then kind of obviously it wasn't, you know, ramped totally up and, yeah. you know, a lot of folks not showing up. It looked kind of flat. Even yeah. coming across on television. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a high energy event. Um, you know, I think a lot of the people were more concerned about their tea times. It was pretty cold and wet in Orlando this week. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I've been, geez, I don't remember how many times and you've been plenty more than I have, but it definitely was a, it was a smaller show, um, both in, you know, who was there exhibitor wise and also who was there attendance wise. Um, I think Bridgestone was the only golf ball company there there was no none of the major club companies um the cart companies were there and stuff like that but definitely just kind of a weird weird feeling to it i mean they had you know not really a lot of strict covid restrictions they were trying to follow but you had to wear a mask and stuff like that which most people didn't do they actually had people walking around with signs um that worked at the convention center that said please wear your mask um i don't that work out either either no one in the pga can read or just no one cared um you know we probably shouldn't be saying that because we'll probably get taken down on youtube for saying that um but yeah it's just kind of a weird vibe i don't know well actually the show had started scaling back a few years back Mm -hmm. some of the companies had decided yeah let's let's not invest our marketing money that way it's it's not really working that much it's not that important yeah um, and they, I think they tried to focus on their regional reps and what they could do. Mm-hmm. So that had already started, you know, from the heyday when, you know, Nike came on the golf scene and blew everything up. And yeah. they had the two-story music and performers and yeah. celebrities. And, you know, that lasted a few years and then it kind of started to go away. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely, you know, some of the, you know, Echo Sketchers, they had they had the decently sized, you know, exhibits and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was just booths. I mean, right. I mean, a couple, of, a couple of companies that I was excited to talk to, Lyle and Scott, True Links Wear, who we carry their shoes here. It's like they had good setups and stuff, but it was, it was definitely on a smaller scale. Right. And it was still nice to get to, you know, talk to people that I've, you know, either emailed with or people that I've never met before or stuff like that. So it was a good experience. But yeah, just, you know, drawing back on the times that we've gone before it was definitely a lot a lot different than any year that i've been before right yeah it's kind of it'll be interesting to see what happens to it mm-hmm. um you know there are regional shows you know carolinas mm-hmm. i think it's in greenville in march yeah, i'm pretty sure um so there are a lot of regional shows like that and people are i think 
traveling less. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's there's a lot of reasons for it, but you know, in general, I think it was winding down a, a little bit, anyways. Yeah, and that's kind of just you know having the Golf Channel on in the in the shop today. Just a little bit, I've heard that's you know kind of what they've been not trying to kind of twist the narrative of, but just kind of talking about like what's the future of the PGA show look like because you know. It, any kind of convention now is going to be a lot different than it was five, 10, even two years ago um, because of restrictions that might still be in place in years going forward and just people's ability to do the things that they were only able to do once a year at the show. They can do that anytime now, whether it's a Zoom call or some right. kind of virtual demo right. of stuff like that. It's just a lot, a lot different. And it will be interesting to kind of see, you know, do conventions like that still have a space in people's you know, years? Well, again, it's like a lot of the golf people in the industry, I mean, use that as a golf vacation excuse anyways. It's like, yeah, I've got to go to the show. (laughs) So you go to the show in the morning, make your appointments, and then you play golf for four days. That's a lot what it was anyways. Um, But yeah, it was. I thought it was kind of, uh, um, I don't know, odd or fascinating or hilarious that um, they're interviewing you know, booths at the golf show on the golf channel that would have never been touched before because it's like, Hey, we have to talk to someone and we have to make this interesting where, you know, you're talking to a little mom and pop tent instead of Nike or TaylorMade or someone at Callaway. So it was like, that was kind of, I thought that was funny as they were trying to be creative, but it, to me, it didn't really come off that way. It came off as like a reflection of, yeah, that's kind of what it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. When I was walking around in the morning when I first got there and I got there pretty close to when it opened, I saw a lot of, you know, like you're saying, the smaller booths that had big camera setups all around. And I'm just thinking, man, these people must have a huge creative budget if they've got <laughs> they got a red camera and lights and mics everywhere. And then coming back and seeing, oh, no, it was the Golf Channel. Right. It's like, why are they talking to them? And it's right. like it is, you know, if you're going to spend the money and the time to go there, it's cool that these smaller companies are getting some exposure on the Golf Channel. But then it kind of goes back to, well, how many people are watching the Golf Channel? It's, right. it's just kind of an endless cycle of who's doing what anymore. Yeah, pretty much. So, Pretty much. I mean, I thought it was a good trip. Um, definitely helped that, you know, I had to go down there to help out with the courses in Melbourne and stuff like that. So it wasn't totally just for the PGA show. And while I stay here and work. So yeah, you stayed here and work. I'm pretty in. sure it's been a little slow this week. It's it's pretty cold in South Carolina and right my now. my point is, yes, I was here. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone had to be here to do it. So what's been going on at the golf course this week? What have I, what's all the fun stuff that I've missed? Oh, cold and yeah. more cold. Yeah. Um, we still have our... Uh, you know, our committed golfers that show up. Yep. Um, it can be 28 in the morning degrees and someone will walk in the door at nine and it's like, we still have frost out there. We can't go out and do it yet. Yeah. Really? And yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. But now we've, uh, as you know, we've been doing a lot of clubhouse work, mm-hmm. uh, repairs and upgrades, mm-hmm. um, you know, the bathrooms, we finished our grill room. So we've, it's given us an opportunity to really dig into that and commit time to it. So that's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's always nice to have golfers here and the cash register ringing. But, yeah. you know, when you can't, it's great that you can still accomplish some things. Another thing that's happened is um, had a chance to talk to a couple of the schools this week 
who are bringing their uh, boys teams back um, and will act as their home golf course. Awesome. Um, As you know, I've been involved in junior golf for forever, a long time. So um, that's good to see. That was disappointing when they weren't here. Um, You know, we were excited that um, Hannah Pamplico uh, stayed with us last year Mm -hmm. and we supported them in every way we could. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good to have a couple of the other schools come back because I like the activity. Yeah. To me, it creates a, a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it, it gives it a buzz to the property with yeah. activity and, you know, young golfers out here. Yeah. Um, and as you know, yeah, we have, we have rules. It's like, you know, if you're playing golf here, here's what's expected of you, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, for the juniors and the teams and, um, and that always, it always works out well. Yep. Um, coaches are, you know, they understand the situation where we're trying to help them out. So uh, um, they try to do the same for us. So we're excited moving into the spring about doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's especially with it still being colder with the golf teams coming out here. It's, it, it not only helps the golf course look alive, but it makes it it feel alive right. because there's people out here that are that are doing something. It's not you know it's not it's not not that there's nothing wrong with the the regulars, but it's it's some new faces that people haven't seen around the golf course, at least haven't seen here in a while, and it's you know it's exciting. And even for the staff, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you know you have six golfers because it's 45 degrees, and you know you get the high school co- kids coming out and. They don't care. Yeah. Um, they're out there in short sleeves on the range hitting balls. Exactly. So, yeah, that makes it more fun, even for us, the staff. Absolutely. So one thing you did mention that a lot of people here have been asking about, and, you know, this this part of the podcast is kind of pretty specific to people here in Florence and around here. But, you know, hopefully it'll interest some people to come here and check us out that haven't been here before. You mentioned that the dining room is finished. What are the plans for the dining room? Um, you mean the grill room? The grill room, dining room, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. People have been saying so many things yeah. that I even get. And anyone up. that walks in, they they see it and they go, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it it really is kind of that thing. The new new walls. We took out the old bar and the back bar and just completely changed the dynamics of the room. The putting new room. flooring, yeah, all of that stuff. That's like. What's that? Since we don't know, let's just get rid of it. <laughs> and that worked out well. So no, we're excited about it. Um, you know, we don't have the kitchen open yet to capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to go through that process as well. But as of right now, we will probably start scheduling. You know, we can do birthday parties, uh, get-togethers. The, the room will probably capacity is probably twenty to thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and a. Our long-term goal is, yes, get the kitchen open. Um, so that's a, a great place. You can have a round of golf, come in, have a nice sandwich and something cold to drink. And, you know, long-term also is that's where we want to put a, a deck outside of that end of the building because yeah. it only makes sense. And yeah. that would expand it to where, you know, we could accommodate as many as 75, 80 people. Yeah. So those are our future plans. You know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. So... We started and we re, we just completely remodeled that room. Um, we've got a couple of TVs up in there now. We'll add a couple of more. Um, we've got some of my old golf uh, um, picture collection hanging in there now, mm-hmm. uh, which I enjoy looking at every day. So yeah, we've we've really just that room alone has changed the dynamics 
of the clubhouse. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to create. Yeah. Yeah, that room does kind of kind of used to feel like a little bit of a dungeon or a dive bar or whatever you want to call it. There's actual light coming in the room now. <laughs> right. um, it's a little less creepy, um, but no, yeah, it'll, it'll be nice to kind of see you know what different I never kind thought of things of it was creepy, be. but oh, yeah, I kind did. of like yeah. dark and uh. yeah, especially at night if you you know all <laughs> just don't look that way. Just in general, just don't look that way. Um, but no, it'll be nice to have you know some extra space that we can do different activities and stuff like that. And like you were saying. You know, eventually wanting to put a deck out there, it'll be nice to have a, a functional deck that's not just a staircase on top of a staircase. Right. Um, because if you've ever looked at the back staircase, the original stairs are still there. Um, they just built right over it for whatever reason. Um, but no, it's, you know, it's exciting. I mean, I think it's, you know, there's still a lot more we can do in the clubhouse, but it's not... It's not what it was. Um, it's well, it's, and as as you know, I am truly thrilled. We're almost done with the remodeling of the bathrooms. Oh yeah, that's. that's like, I mean, you can remember from the first visit. I was like horrified. <laughs> yeah, it was worse to me than a 1965 roadside rest outhouse in Ohio. And I, I know because I remember that when I was a kid, it was, it was bad. And we're just, you know, we're, we're thrilled with what, I mean, replacing everything, mm-hmm. new paint, cleaning everything up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I've, I repeat many times, I've looked at all of the research and the responses and the, you know, the, the census taking of golfers and what they like and what they don't like. Um, bathrooms, clean golf carts yep. are always the top categories. Yep. And some places fail at both. Yeah. So the nice thing about that is when you turn that around, it's very noticeable. Yeah. And guess what? People are noticing. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. It's not we're doing it and like nobody says anything. Yeah. Well, we did do some painting in the clubhouse, <laughs> the big room. It's like, and even what it, to me the fascinating thing we we tore down that what was it? Probably a twenty foot long scoring center yeah. out there that was crumbling. The, it was falling apart. Yeah. The, the roof was caving in. We tore it out, and I think one person noticed that it was gone. <laughs> that fascinated me. It was me. mostly held up by hornet's nest, actually. I was, so. I was thrilled that that was gone because then you could see the golf course from the clubhouse. And yeah, it was One just, person actually said something. It's yeah. like, oh, where did that go? <laughs> it's just a big pile of sand at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's obviously getting the bathrooms cleaned up, getting them actually fixed and not just, not just keeping them clean. But, you know, you walk into a golf course, you expect a clean bathroom. At least I expect a clean bathroom. I don't expect I obviously I I travel a lot, so I play kind of like Russian roulette with gas station bathrooms. <laughs> and it, there's nothing worse than going up to a nice looking gas station after driving an extra half mile just to go to that one and you get there and the bathroom's just as bad as the worst one that you passed. <laughs> so, you know, somewhere, you know, golf isn't cheap, everyone knows that. You expect at least a clean bathroom. Right. And the fact that we've had the ability to actually upgrade some things is just kind of a it's just kind of a no-brainer to me well, and to me to me especially for the women's bathroom yeah I, I just to me that's appalling yeah it's totally disrespectful yeah and everyone wonders why wow women don't play golf here <laughs> yeah. well, I can give you a, a priority reason why they in fact it was sometime in the middle of the summer um, a couple of people said to me it's like Wow, Mark, we're noticing more women playing golf out here. 
we yeah, we've changed the atmosphere. We actually cleaned the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and we got those comments too, like, wow, it's clean in here. Yeah. You know, now we're almost finished finish remodeling it. So it's going to be even nicer. And, you know, to me, that's, that's just common courtesy of taking care of the people that visit and support your property. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of goes into the, you know, the, the pride of ownership that we kind of try to have a little bit. It's just, exactly. if, if you're going to be proud of somewhere, you at least have to keep the bathrooms clean. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's number one. And there's still a lot of things here we're not proud of yet, Yeah, <laughs> but there's a big list. So yeah. well, it's we're only, going down that list. It's only been a year, <laughs> I guess not even a year, but you know, we've still got it. Still got a lot of work to do, but you know, it's, it's exciting. Um, anything else course specific you wanted to talk about? Um, no, we're just looking at now. Um, in fact, I was talking to a friend today. Um, going to try to get him up here from the Pinehurst area, now that we've kind of done our fairway trap thing and shaped those and mounded them and gotten rid of most of them, we still have to decide what we're going to do with hole number 14 and the three bunkers out there. Right now I'm leaning toward getting rid of two of them and leaving one on the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, now that we're past that, and again, a lot of this now is based on can we get on the golf course, how wet it is um, with our equipment. Yeah. Um, but we'll start digging into a couple of the smaller traps um, to see what we can do and, you know, how much work it's going to be and how quickly we can get them done. And then we'll we'll probably make a list of, you know, four traps at a time and, and go after those and just, you know, do them as we can. Yeah. Um, because you just can't shut down and say, okay, we're going to do the, sand traps yeah um, it'll be a process and hopefully uh, people appreciate that as we go through the process yeah and improve it hole by hole yeah yeah another you know big part of doing that while we're open is you know having to let people play through chris is going to be out there dodging golf balls it's amazing how many how many golf balls that thing attracts it's it's really kind of fascinating yeah it's like the backhoe has dings all over it from <laughs> yeah. golf balls <laughs> it's almost like it's intentional i'm not saying it is but it's almost like well, it's it, was, intentional. it was funny you know, chris who uh, runs the backhoe and has done most of the work on the traps was telling me one day how he was watching and there was one coming and he had to reach up and grab it <laughs> so it wouldn't hit him. <laughs> so yeah, it's and it is. It's so it's that's a timing thing and yeah. you know that's why this time of year it's it's we hope to be able to get out there so we can do more. Yeah, because it's just like everything else on the golf course. If you have a if you have to do it in your busy season, it's very costly just because the amount of time it takes to do it. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's where we're at, the sand traps. Um, we're kind of waiting to come out of the spring and see where the greens are at, hoping we don't get a lot of winter kill yep. um, from the nasty weather we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot we could do. We treated them um, going into the end of the year to kind of protect us against that. But we have to kind of wait and see, and then we'll know where we're at and what we need to start tackling on the greens to improve them even more. Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's kind of one of the most exciting things to me is is you know we weren't able to get here until the end of February, beginning of March last year, and now kind of having you know the ability to do some work to the course and that in that ramp up period going into the growing season, I think that you know that'll be a big big opportunity for us to really improve the course conditions. Well, and I, and I can tell you the the issues now in dealing with a golf course are so much different than just three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, today I was talking about, you know, getting some sod in for the sand traps that we've, we've removed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, okay, here's what the cost was per pallet for, you know, the 419 that we'd use. And it's like, first is if, if you can get it. Yeah. And two, is it still that same cost? Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to uh, one of our guys down South Florida at the other golf courses, and he has 18 pallets ordered for his two courses, and he's not sure he can get it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure that's a regional thing, too. So hopefully we won't have that issue quite as – but, you know, we're dealing the same thing with the golf carts, too. So yeah. Yeah. it's just there's a lot of different factors in running the property than just three years ago. Yeah. Um, so it's an even more so of a juggling act. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, just from everything from sod to golf carts to even golf balls. It's like we ordered um, some more golf balls from Bridgestone. They're coming out with their new line back in October, November. And just at that point, it was nothing before April. It's just there's no chance they could get anything. Don't try to get a golf bag from anyone. Oh, no. Don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you see something in stock, go ahead and get it because it'd probably be cheaper to hire one of the high school kids to carry your clubs for you right now without a bag. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle to get, you know, everything, um, or anything in right now, but you know, things uh, seem like they might be leveling out, but that can change at any moment. Well, and it's like, even you go to the big golf stores. Yeah. Uh, the national stores, you'll see merchandise and then you'll see bare spots in certain areas. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the smaller you are, the more difficult it is. Yeah. And, you know, we're kind of just this small little golf course here with a small staff and trying to build our inventory and our merchandise and all the things we do here. So, yeah, we kind of started from scratch. So it's been you know, even a little tougher for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really saw it when I was in Orlando going to the Nike factory store, not the Nike outlet, but the factory store below that where they get all the rejects and the samples and stuff like that. I mean, that place is always just packed. You can find anything that anything you want. They didn't have a single pair of size 13 shoes. That's the Mm. first time I've ever seen that happen at that store. I mean, it it was, yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere and it's everything right now. So it's just dealing with that and adjusting as we have to. But in spite of that, I'm, I'm very pleased with where we're at, Mm -hmm. um, looking back to where we've come from. Um, so yeah, you just, you just, you do what you have to do to make it work. Yep. Yep. Well, what else do you want to talk about today? Anything? I should say that this will be hopefully the last episode that we do without an audience. It's a little cold out there today. We weren't really expecting anyone to come out. We're going to try to do this every Friday at 6 p.m. at Old English Trail Golf Club in Florence, South Carolina. Go ahead and 
we'll check the Facebook page, the website. I'll put all the links there in the description and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, six o'clock. I'm going to try to start right on the dot, get some people out here, maybe try to do some questions, see how that goes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean... We're never going to be the the podcast that talks about um, what exactly is happening in the in the tour this week. Let's go over all that stuff. I, that's not really what interests me. I mean, obviously, we can talk about it and stuff because you know when something big happens, it's fun to talk about it, and it might be more fun you know with an audience of people that are really interested to that. But you know, for me and I think for you, it's like we're more interested in the golf industry stuff and you know what goes into dealing with a golf course and property and stuff like that. Am, am I totally wrong? on that do you really want to talk about with the tour? one exception and that's my idea that i still hang on to that professional golf should be team golf yep yep and someday <laughs> we'll cover that again <laughs> and someday guess what someone's going to do it oh absolutely yeah they've <laughs> they're 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 going to run out about other ideas at some point i mean people are going to people are going to get less interested in the color book skeptic's hair eventually so they're going to have to find something else to do yeah, it's you know to me it's like the tour is the tour. I don't follow the tour anymore. Once in a while, I'll read something or watch something, but you know I don't really. I mean, to me, it's golf, but it's not golf. Yeah, you know that's just like guys that play softball trying to compare that to being connected to major league baseball players. It's yeah. like it's two different worlds. Yeah, um, you know I'm more interested in. You know, what's the golf equipment that's going to help my nine handicap or my 15 handicap get a little better? Yeah. Or what golf ball he should be playing, you know, trying to get Bridgestone in here to do a ball fitting, yeah. stuff like that for our golfers. Yeah. Um, the junior golf program, doing the stuff that actually impacts your community. To yeah. me, that's what has value with golf. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, any final thoughts you wanted to add? I don't have a final thought. I've all <laughs> thought out. <laughs> all right. So again, next Friday, I don't know the exact date of that because my Apple Watch is dead, but <laughs> 6 o'clock Friday, Old English Trail Golf Club, Florence, South Carolina. All the, way, all the website info will be in the description. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of I Hate Golf. It's awesome. I'm Caleb. He's Mark. And we'll see you next time.